0: take a deep breath, exhale, relax your shoulders, soften your face, and just smile. I'll try to keep this episode under 10 minutes. The, the reason I said this is because I am really very chatty today. <laughs> So it will be really hard and challenging, but I am up for this challenge. So let's begin. So this is the story about, um, I don't know the name of this, but it's kind of like a jeweler, like, you know, who deals in the jewelry and all that. So this is a story that takes us, or the setting is there. And then there is, of course, you know, always a nice lesson. So the story goes that there were two brothers one was, and they both were jewelers, so they were born in the family which had owned this jewelry business throughout you know generations, and these brothers were the same you know business people, so one brother was just got lucky in business, you know whatever x y z reasons, there is no rhyme and rhythm to those things. And he had a very successful shop and all that. The other brother was not so successful in the same business. And then, unfortunately, he also passed away young. He left behind one son and a daughter and his wife, of course. The son was, you know, late teen ages, but not old enough to uh, kind of like a be running the business on his own but he was old enough to be able to learn the business if opportunity was given to him and the daughter of that businessman was old enough to get married very soon kind of like you know the marriage able age or marry age or whatever that age is so <laughs> so this uh the woman the widower was trying to find a good you know uh groom for her daughter and this and that finally they were able to find and there were some you know the arrangement and they needed money so this woman this widower sends her son to his uncle who was a very rich businessman with a gemstone she said your father left only this and he told me that this is the only gem." stone which can help us in our hard times in this kind of situation if he ever, you know, passed away or something like that. And only and only your uncle, being a very good businessman, knows the real worth of this gemstone. So if you can just take it to him and ask him for money and ask for his help, I'm pretty sure he will help us. So the son take this gemstone to his uncle his uncle looked at the gemstone and the son explained the story to him. And the uncle said one thing. He said, this gemstone is so valuable, like it's so expensive that I don't have all the money. Even if I give you everything, I still can't pay enough for this gemstone. But what I can do is I can keep this gemstone and I'll loan you the money and you can repay the loan by becoming one of my, kind of like, you know, uh, the person who will work in my shop and I'll teach you the business. So that way, you know, two, three years from now, you can take your father's business, but at the same time, you can repay me the loan by working at my place. The boy thought that was a good thing, right? Because this way he can learn the business, also he, he can get the loan for his sister's marriage, and at the end of this deal he also have the chance to get that gemstone back from his uncle, right? It was a sweet deal all way long. Like everything was nice in this deal. So and things actually happened as planned. So the uncle taught this boy the business the sister was married away, mother was living happily, two, three years passed on, and this boy picked up all the good stuff about the business, you know, all the tips and tricks, and he learned how to know or tell about the gemstones and everything he needed to, to know to run his own business. Finally, after, you know, three, four years, the uncle said to boy, you have repaid your loan to me, and I think this is time that if you want to take over or start your father's business, I'm okay to let you go and you can take your gemstone back. Boy was very happy. He's like, wow, you know, that I have repaid the loan and this and that. And above all, I can have that valuable or invaluable stone bag that kind of like it's so expensive that you know even all my uncle's work, uh, money or wealth was not enough to pay for that so he said yes i am more than happy to kind of like you know go on my own way so uncle said do you remember the gemstone you gave me he said yes uncle said i will give you that gemstone I'm like you know where I placed it and actually when he placed it in that locker he gave the key to the boy he said tomorrow we'll be opening that safe and you have to evaluate that gemstone in front of me let me know how much you think its value is and then we'll go from there but you are no more my worker you are free to go from this point on so that would be your last task or last test you know (laughs) So they all agreed, and the next day came in, opened the shop, opened the safe, and he got the gemstone, and then boy, hold the gemstones, because now he's a jeweler, he knows the gemstones in and out, and holding the gemstone, looking at the gemstone, he started crying, the tears running his eyes, you know, over his face, from his eyes, and he's like, and his uncle looked at him smilingly, and he said, that's why this was, I, there is nothing I could have done to pay for this stone because it was so invaluable. It was so much worth more than all the wealth in the world. That gemstone was no more than a piece of stone. It was no gemstone. It was literally just a regular stone. The uncle did everything so that the boy doesn't feel that he is under the burden or, you know, he is being favored or he is being kind of like, you know, had that his uncle took pity on him. This whole time, three, four years, everything happened thinking the uncle is doing because there is a gemstone sitting in the safe. And I have to learn this whole business and, you know, do my duties to get that invaluable thing back from him. Not even once the uncle showed him that, hey, I'm just doing it because as a favor or you are my brother's son or every single time it was just like, you have to get your wealth back. This story just reminds us like how important it is to keep the moral up of our near and dear ones. Not always we have to go out and tell them how You know, they have not uh, led their lives good or they can do better, this or that. Sometimes we literally have to hold our words back and give them just the encouragement, that little push they need in that very moment. And that one little push can take them or make them fly high versus giving them the criticism at the wrong time and pulling them down. That's what the story reminds us. And we can only do it if we in our own heads in the right state of mind. We cannot be giving any encouraging words or we cannot be any help to other people if we ourselves are looking for help, right? So that's why it's so important to keep our peace. If we can help somebody, the more we can help someone without that, you know, A small help, but too much of a burden of hey, I'm helping you. Without my help, you're going to drown. Without my help, you cannot do anything. No, it's kinda like, hey, I'm not helping you. I have something valuable of yours, your time, your you know, even your attention. So I'm just doing what I can do, but it's your walk to walk. That's the reminder we have to give sometime. And sometimes we can we ourselves can use that reminder. The universe is helping us. Every waveform shape it can. All we have to do is walk our walk. Right? Just take one step at a time. So sometimes I'm like, we can be the uncle and other people can be our <laughs> nieces and nephews. Sometimes universe can be the uncle and we can be the nieces and nephews. And that's what this story is. We can be either place depending on what, where we are in our state of life or, you know, in state of mind. It's very much we live in our own heads. The word of encouragement goes long ways. Just be sure what you're giving, it will come around. What goes around comes around. With that thought, thank you.